Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Friday morning. Finally made it to the end of the week, so I'm sure a lot of people are happy to finally be here for the weekend. And I always say that, but then I feel bad. There's a lot of people that you know don't normally, you know, may not have a Monday through Friday kind of job, and and their days off, their weekends might be in the through the week, but. Uh, uh, but anyway, either way, it's the weekend. We're glad it's here, and uh, hopefully everybody has a good one and a blessed one, and uh, hopefully everybody will join us for church uh, Sunday morning. So uh, uh, glad the Lord gave us another day to worship and uh, to do these uh, devotions this morning, uh, starting our day off in the right direction. Good morning, Angel Dixon and Darlene Barker. Appreciate you ladies watching this morning. Well, let's go ahead and stand. Let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We do live in the greatest country in the world. Despite what liberal ideology will tell you, we do live in the greatest country in the world. And it is um, very, makes me very angry, uh, like when you have these Black Lives Matter activists who are now saying the American flag is deemed racist and a, a sign of oppression and that they will condemn anybody that flies it. I just blows my mind. I mean, it just it absolutely blows my mind. I don't get it, man. I mean, you live in a country where anything's possible. You could be anything. You could, you know, you have more freedom than any other place in the world. I, you know, they talk of oppression. I mean, we're, you know, yes, our, our our history has had its problems, and uh, our country has not been perfect. But look how far we've come. Look at the equality you have here than than no other place in the world uh, that you have. And I don't care what color you are. You work your tail off, and you can succeed, and, and you can be anything. You can be president. You know, we elected a black president twice. You know, I mean, it is CEOs, lawyers, attorneys. You know, it is uh, it's unbelievable uh, how they want to condemn us and act like slavery still exists or something. It's just, it, it's craziness. Uh, I just don't get it. Good morning, Karen Smith. And um, and they still want to say that they are oppressed and not getting their way. And uh, I just don't uh, understand that at all. I really don't. I, uh, uh, how they want to condemn capitalism. You know, everywhere that capitalism has ever been, the country has flourished. It, even if you look back in the 80s at Venezuela, they were very, uh, uh, what's the word to look like? And when these early morning devotions, man, my mind does not want to work right. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm losing it, people. I am losing it. Uh, they were very, um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, uh, they were doing good. <laughs> we'll throw that out there. The, the word I'm looking for is just escaped me. Uh, but then when socialism crept in, when they started this all this baloney that we're seeing now, having to change the names of roads and trying to appease the woke and, and going down the path of socialism, now they're starving and uh, and, and doing horribly. And and many have said that's the path they're seeing America starting to go down, and that's that's not a good thing. And I was like, I saw my ear state that's going door to door baloney with this vaccine. You know, I like I said, you know, I've I've had the stupid thing, uh, but uh, only because of, of my health issues. But I, I don't 
you, because we're in a free country, you do what you want to do, and it's going door door thing. I just I just feel like it's setting up a dangerous precedence of, of you know, take a step, encroaching on our freedoms uh, in this country. Because uh, to me, we're kind of one step away of uh, of Nazi Germany of papers, please kind of scenarios. And uh, I don't know, guys. I'm telling you, I don't want to see a a, a good morning, Jennifer Honeycutt. Uh, it is. Uh, prosperous that's the word i was looking for thank you jennifer i appreciate it. i'm glad that your brain is working this morning of course she's a lot younger than i am <laughs> but uh michelle fox harris miss the miss mousy herself the legend of mousy but uh but thank you jennifer yes that's what i was i they were very prosperous uh for those who have capitalism but uh you know i i'm not inciting a riot i'm not telling people to rise up physically in any way shape form or fashion but i'm telling you uh, based on a lot of comments i've seen i think people are about up to here with all this garbage that we're seeing in our country all this same sex mess the, the social, socialism being pushed uh the paragraph from the liberals uh this black lives matter oppression garbage i think people are about about that far from rising up and fighting, I'm just telling you. Now, I think people just had enough, just based on what I've seen. Like I said, I'm not telling people to do that. Don't want to see that happen. A nation divided, you know, it's you know we're going to be in probably in more trouble. Uh, we need to stay united. But uh, you know, it kind of makes me think of the Revolutionary War, the shot heard around the world. You know, uh, for those who know their history, know what I'm talking about. And I just feel like it's going to take one little something like that, and it's going to be all-out war but hopefully not but i'm just telling you i think there's a lot more people like us out there than people than those on the left realize and uh may uh get a, a big surprise one day all right let's go ahead and get I've, I've done with my political commentary let's look at our verse this morning romans eight thirty seven. we are more than conquerors through him who loved us a wonderful passage, wonderful verse. However, I would like to expand on that just a hair and uh, read verse 38 as well. Uh, it says, For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else at all, and nothing else in all, what is wrong with me today? <laughs> nor anything else in all creation would be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. <laughs> this goes to show there's none, there's there's nobody that's perfect. <laughs> so I'm stumbling around bad this morning. I don't know what's mad with me. I'll be honest with you. I, what it is, uh, not my grandpa always says, excuses are made for the ones who make them. So yeah, I'm making an excuse this morning. Uh, you know, uh, I get up at four every morning because I like to spend my quiet time alone, read my Bible, praying, and then uh, I try to to uh, study a little bit before doing these devotions. So that's why I get up so early and then go up to the office. But um, uh, my daughter, uh, where she uh, she works at, uh, at over in Johnson City, and I don't like going to sleep until I see that she's home safe. And so some nights she don't get home after 10 o'clock uh, from her job. And I'm normally in bed by 9. That just shows how old I am, <laughs> getting old. Uh, and so I'm telling you, that, that hour, hour and a half makes a big difference. And, uh, and I'm just, Brady's like, go to bed, go to bed. I said, no, I can't rest. I know she's home safely. And I don't know what I'm going to do when she, uh, she decides to move out one day. I'm just going to have to just, uh, 
don't know. <laughs> Just pray even more, I guess. So, uh, that, so I've lost an hour and a half of sleep last night, and I'm just I'm feeling it, and I am tired. So I apologize. Uh, so I'll just hopefully y'all can bear with me this morning and look over my my goofiness and uh, uh, inability to think clearly <laughs> instead of in the state of fog that I'm in. But anyway, you know, we look at this passage here. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. And uh, what a wonderful passage to know. And that's why it's important to read that other part, uh, verse 8, that nothing can separate us, you know, uh, nor height, nor depth, uh, you know, all these things, nothing can separate us from the love of Christ Jesus. And that should give us great confidence. You know, you can have a confidence in a lot of things. You can have confidence in yourself that you can do whatever. Uh, you may lack the ability, uh, you know, but you may have great confidence. I can have confidence. I can get up for the church and sing, but I lack the ability to do it. <laughs> but, uh, but quite frankly, I lack the both confidence and ability to sing. As much as I, I love and enjoy music, I, I know that I am not good at that. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there, sadly, who have no confidence uh, in their relationship with Jesus Christ. They think one little sin is going to derail them, and that uh, as a result, uh, God's going to cast them out. You know, and that is an Arminian uh, belief that you can lose your salvation. And what a horrible thing uh, to think that every thought, every word, every deed, every time I'd done something that was sinful, I was going to lose my salvation, that, that God's going to cast me out. And I'll think, I always try to, th you know, they must think that that Christ, you know, that, that God is up there uh, with the with the Lamb's Book of Life, and every time he sees somebody mess up, he's got a big eraser. Ah, you're out of here now, you know. And I don't, I've never got that. I've never understood that. I mean, what a horrible, fearful way to live, you know. As a father, you know, my kids can do things that can hurt me, or can do things that uh, I may not like. But guess what? I still love them. And they're still my kids. And that doesn't mean just because they've done something I didn't like, you know, I want to throw them out of the house. They may get disciplined, you know. I may have to take away, you know, used to a spanking was the worst thing you could possibly get. Now, to take away a cell phone or an iPad or tablet or something like that, that is what makes them go berserk now. But, uh, in fact, I think they'd rather have a spanking than have their, their uh, uh, access to Internet removed. But, um, you know, but, uh, but as a loving father, there's no way I would ever cast my kids out into the dark and say, hey, you messed up, you're out of here. That'd be crazy. You know, God's word says we're, there's none righteous, no, not one. Uh, all have fallen short of the glory of God. We are all sinful people. God knows that. You know, that's why Jesus Christ is our advocate. He talks to Jesus, on God on our behalf. And, you know, and don't think that God is some wrathful uh, God that he's trying to, to smite us down and, and Jesus is holding him back and saying, no, no. That's not how that works. You know, if God didn't love us, he wouldn't have sent his only son who left the glories of heaven to have to suffer like he did on this earth to save our worthless hides. So we have a we serve a very loving God. And as a result, God realizes our imperfections, realizes that we are sinful people, and he gives he sheds his grace upon us and he forgives us in spite of ourselves. But now we don't take advantage of that and the fact that we say, oh, well, God's going to forgive me and just sin all the more. No, we, we learn from that. We, we try to, to do better and say, you know what? I should have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have acted this way. I shouldn't have snapped at a parent or spouse or whatever, you know, and, and you know, Lord, forgive me. And, uh, of course, if you're married, you realize that uh, you may ask the Lord to forgive you. The spouse may take a little longer. <laughs> 
<laughs> or they may say they forgive you. But, uh, you know, uh, women apparently have a mental file cabinet so that when you mess up in the future, they pull the file out and say, remember in 2010, on uh, August 31st at 6 a.m. on a foggy day, you said this to me. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Lord forgives me, the spouse <laughs> but anyway, you know, uh, but, you know, God understands that. And we're not going to, that's one thing about, you know, there's people out there who are against the preaching of security in our salvation. And I kind of understand where they're getting at to a point. Uh, you know, I think some people think, well, you know, the rumors why they kind of speak against once saved, always saved type of scenario uh, is because there may be those out there, and I mentioned this yesterday, who may say the words but then they go right back into the world. And does that mean that they're saved or not? Well, that's between them and God, based on their actions, based on the fruit that they're bearing. It does not show a, a life of, that has been changed. Uh, and so, you know, it, it begs to wonder if they really meant or what, what they said or even understood what they said. But for those who have truly been saved, who have been regenerated and, and have really had a, God has touched their lives, you can, it'd be evident in how they act and how they talk and how they react to situations. You will see a true change in their lives. And, you know, and I understand that, you know, I, you know, I mess up so much. It's, it's easy to say, you know, ask yourself, uh, you know, am I really saved? You know, I, I keep screwing up. But like I said yesterday, you know, if, if you wasn't really saved, you wouldn't even care. You could care less. But here's the thing though. You know, God instills with us emotions, all right? And he knows that we're going to mess up. He knows these things are going to happen. One great thing is, though, the Holy Spirit is help, is what helps encourages us. He's one who reveals these things in the mind of Christ within us and helps us to get through day to day. And when we know that Christ is on our side, we know that we can come become triumphant. We, we know that we can overcome those weak areas in our lives. You know, God is there, you know. In fact, I just want to read this little uh, excerpt here. It says that uh, the job of the Holy Spirit is to remind us that when there is a loving God on our side, nothing is fatal or final. Emotions are powerful, and God knows that. Left unchecked, they can take over our whole existence. He also knows that Satan loves to exploit out-of-control emotions with lies that lead us to self-destructive and harmful things. But the Holy Spirit is not just there for the lows and the bad times. He is also there to temper our success so that we don't hit the slippery slope of pride and self-sufficiency. And that's true. You know, sometimes we, we have to be humbled. And Lord knows, I know I've been humbled uh, a great deal uh, many times in my life as well. And, and I'm sure I will be more uh, as time continues. But, you know, what a wonderful thing to know that, you know, we're going to face trials and tribulations. You know, that's not wonderful. You know, it's not that, well, how could that be a wonderful thing to know that you're going to face trials and tribulations? It's not so much that that's wonderful. But that we have God to help us to overcome in times of grief, times of despair, times of depression, times of anger, times of out of control emotions. You know, we as Christians have to deal with a lot of different things in our lives that may not seem fair. Uh, you know, we don't understand, you know, why is Joe Blow, who's, you know, down the street and he's, you know, smoking, cooking meth in his house and beating his wife and, uh, you know, he, uh, cheats on his taxes and uh, lies on his job and he's got uh, all the uh, 
best of cars, best of homes, gets the promotion, you know, and like, you know, and I'm sitting here trying to serve the Lord and, and, you know, my car's broke down for the sixth time and, uh, holes in my shoes and, you know, you know, may not seem fair, you know, but, uh, you know, even Solomon, you know, even questioned those kind of things. But like I said before, <laughs> this may be the only heaven Joe Blow may ever know. Let him have at it. We know where we're headed. We know where we're going to go to. You know, we don't understand why, you know, we have to see children be sick and have poverty and, you know, because of the ugliness of sin is why these things are present. It's not to give a pat answer, you know, uh, but uh, when we deal with death and grief and sorrow, uh, that um, because of that sin, you know, we, we see the the ugliness physically, what God sees spiritually, the ugliness and the nastiness of those with sin-filled hearts. And because of that sin, that's why we have pain and sorrow and things that happen. And it may not be fair, but... You know, we have to look back at Romans eight twenty seven. All things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. And you know, we may we read that, and you're thinking, man, I'm dealing with with a death, or I'm struggling with this situation or that situation. How does all things work together for good? We may not know on the side of heaven, but uh, you know, we never know. Like you know, say with this uh, building collapse in Florida or the twin towers uh, that were attacked at nine eleven, and you know, we don't know how the ramifications of how that might have drawn, you know, pushed somebody towards God, strengthened their relationship with Christ, uh, you know, to uh, to make sense of it all. God is always there. Nothing is happening outside of his control and what he wants to happen. So we may not always understand what uh, why God allows these things to happen, but we don't know, you know, look at after 9-11, how churches were filled, you know, sadly, uh, you don't see that much anymore. Uh, but um, we will never know. That's why we have to keep that faith and understand that those who are finite can never understand an infinite God and, and all of his glory. And we just have to trust in that, to keep faith in that. A lot of people want to get mad at God, and they want to get mad because they think, well, God could have prevented us. In, in essence, God could have prevented it. But there's a reason why he allows circumstances to happen. And what we need to get mad at is the devil who is on the attack to separate us from the love of God, who, who is under the attack at our hearts and our minds and our families and situations. He want, That's what he wants is to attack the church. He wants to attack your relationship with God. He wants you to question him, and he wants, him to, he wants you to be mad at him. That's what the devil wants, and that's when we have to rise up and say, you know what? We are more than conquerors through him, that neither life nor death or principalities or powers, that these things will never separate from the love of God, that God has us in his mighty righteous right hand, and that he's going to he'll carry us and get us through the most worst heinous things that we can ever possibly imagine. God will carry us through those situations. You know, there's no uh, uh, secret that I have uh, battled depression in my life and uh, still bouts hit me from time to time. And uh, I have to really pray and for the Lord to help me get out of that dark area. It's so easy to fall into. And um, uh, my weaknesses drives me in that area sometimes. The things I've done in my past, said, and and uh, just even yesterday, I was, some things were popping in my head. And I was just like, i got to let it go, man. i got to let it go. I, can't, I don't want to go down that path. And that's what we have to do. Realize where your strength is at. Realize that you're forgiven. And if you're dealing with pain, if you're dealing with suffering, if you're dealing with sorrow, dealing with death, deal with these things. Give it over to God. And, you know, and I'm not to say that when you give it over to God, you're immediately released and, and you, you're never going to feel those things again. I wish that was true. But I think that, you know, as the potter shapes and forms us, you know, as putting the, 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 the metal into the fire, 
you know, it's not pleasant, but God has got to shape us to get us to where he wants us to be. And I think by, you know, when we have to go through those things, showing our trust in God shows our devotion and faith in God, knowing and understanding that he is in control and he's strengthening us and encouraging us and helping us all the way. So remember that today as you're going out in the bath, that you are more than conquerors through God, that, you know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? And what can man do to me? Give that pain, give that sorrow, give that over to God. Focus on his joy, his peace, and his strength, and he'll get you through that day. Taking it day to day, and don't let the sins of the past get you down. Because remember, all those sins, past, present, and future, have been nailed to the cross. So give it to God. Help him to help give you the strength you need to get through each and every day. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day and this time and opportunity to spread the gospel message. Help us, Lord, to be encouraged. Help us, Lord Jesus, to serve you well. Trust in you when all else fails, Lord, to know that you are in control and that through you that all things are possible and that you will help us, strengthen us spiritually, mentally, and emotionally in all things. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I don't want to lift up uh, Jerry Keller. Uh, Lord, you put your hands upon him. I pray you be with Jerry Mosier. Uh, Lord, I pray that you will be uh, with uh, Ron Thompson. Lord, lift up a special prayer for Roger Winters. I know he's not uh, doing well. Pray your healing hand upon him. I pray you be with Ginger Hood and Troy, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with so many of the prayer requests and concerns that uh, I see come across on Facebook uh, each and every day. You know the hearts, minds, and needs of each and every individual watching here this morning. And Lord, let your will be done in those situations. Lord, be with us, lead to God, and watch your protect us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, hope that you all will have a blessed, safe, and wonderful weekend. Don't forget to join us at 118 Julie Lane at 11 a.m. Sunday morning. And then join us back again at 6 p.m. as we continue our study in Deuteronomy. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. <music>